0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Karen Natterson. And I'm Vanessa Kroll-Bennett. We're the co-hosts of the Puberty Podcast. Each week, we dive into the what and how of raising kids through puberty, that roller coaster of physical and emotional shifts for kids and parents alike. Combining reliable science and relatable parenting strategies, we will all learn about laugh about, and yes, maybe even cry about adolescence, ours and theirs.
1: Hey, bestie, it's Cammie Crawford. Relationships are hard, and that's why I'm here. Think of me as your big sister slash audible BFF that you can always trust to give you the real tea. This is my show, Relationship the advice podcast that covers all relationship topics, the good, the bad, and the straight up shitty. Need advice? Send your story to hello at relationshippod.com or DM me at relationship on IG and tune in every Friday for new episodes. Be sure to follow us and subscribe so you don't miss all the hot goss. And if you're loving the show, please leave us a review. Talk soon, bestie. Okay, besties, we are back for another episode of Relationship. Today we have on the hosts of the Good Moms, Bad Choices podcast, Erica and Mila. And we get real today because I feel like a lot of conversations surrounding parenting and motherhood can just be so fluff. And that's not what it's really like behind the scenes. So I've heard, you know, I'm not a mom. All I have is my fur baby, Biggie Smalls, and that's about it. But they're going to get real with you guys, and I hope that everyone's able to take something out of this and relate. Let's keep listening. Welcome back to Relationship. I'm your host, Cammy Crawford. Obviously, that's why you're here. You know the vibes. I am here today with the hosts of the Good Moms Bad Choices podcast, Erica and Mila. Hi. Hi. Hello there. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for being so like blunt and honest about motherhood. I can't relate because I am not a mother. Personally, I'm a fur mother. I have a dog. A fur Aww. mother. Um, which fur mothers matter too. They they do. What what kind of dog do you have? He's a Boston Terrier. Aww, His name cute. is Biggie Smalls. Aww. He's very, very cute. But I can't even manage myself and my dog, let alone the thought of managing children and yourself. Me neither. how, how <laughs> do we how do you do it?
2: It's absolutely crazy. Every day I do it. Doesn't matter how long has gone by. I'm always like, how the fuck is this happening? How <laughs> am I doing this? This is crazy. <laughs> You're just going as like you go along, right? It, honestly, you just figure it out, but it's not easy.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but I feel like not enough people talk about the fact that it's not easy.
2: I don't know how they don't. It's hard to keep it together, girl. It's hard. It's yeah. a lot. I think it, it definitely helps. I have a, a like she's like my co-parent. Mm-hmm, <laughs> we mm-hmm. like really help each other. So, but it is definitely difficult. Yeah,
1: because you both have how many? each one 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 <laughs> are you both in like committed long-term relationships with their no parents single moms. single yeah. mamas uh-huh. yeah we love that yes you we know, love that single moms matter I totally first of all shout out to the fucking single moms because I can't imagine the the pressure and everything that it takes just to be a mom on its own within you know a, a traditional family system let alone doing it by yourself I can't I feel like the fact that you guys have each other, that is the best way to describe it It's like a co-parenting situation. It is,
0: she's my platonic wife. We talk about it a lot on the show, our platonic love. And we do, we plan trips together with our kids. They go to camp together.
2: We travel together, we put them, they're in soccer together, like they're sisters and, and we're best friends and we're business partners. But like, we are wives, we consult with each other. We have a joint bank account. <laughs> <laughs> really? Well, we have our business partners. So, yeah. Oh, right.
1: I love that. <laughs> so,
2: yeah, it definitely helps to have a, a tribe, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's been quite a journey, but it does help to have somebody who we, our kids are around the same age. They're both girls. Yeah. And, you know, we're like hitting milestones around the same time. So, we're like, we can consult with each other. Like, is this happening over there? And so, it does definitely help to have someone going through the same thing. And that's yeah. kind of what made us start our podcast and kind of start our friendship. We have a mutual friend and we both were the first to have get pregnant in our friend groups. And we didn't really, we felt alone or mm. felt fucking strange and like overwhelmed with joy, but also what the fuck is this? And she um, hunted me down in the bathroom at a party <laughs> and was like, hey, aren't you so-and-so's friend? And I was like, yeah, she's like, take my number. We both have babies the same age. I'm like, okay. And then on Monday we had like a play date, you know, and that was kind of how just our friendship started. So, yeah, definitely community.
1: You've been making helps. bad choices ever since. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I mean, I feel that because how old are your girls? Six and seven. Six and seven. So they're literally like basically Irish twins. Yeah, yeah. they're the same age. I almost <laughs> forgot. I was like, is she six? Is
2: she seven? I know.
0: My my daughter, her daughter's like a, like four or five months older than mine. But uh, my daughter's seven, that. basically. I guess I gotta get used to saying that. She's seven. I know you're trying to hold on to six. I so. am, mm. so shut the fuck up. She was like, gonna try to say seven. I was, and I was like, like that she's just... six. Relax.
1: <laughs> I love that though because I feel like that is the that's the goal like I my best friend and I had a pact to have kids at the same time and like do everything at the same time we also had a pact once to break up with our boyfriends at the same time she ended up getting married we did that but it was a pact it just happened <laughs> See? I love that though because then you like you have built-in best friends for your kids and you guys have now become built-in best friends and business partners and everything I guess I feel like for us, you know, I didn't realize how many moms and how many single moms we have that listen to relationship. Shout out to y'all. Hey. Hey, hey girl, single mamas. Y'all. And even, you know, we we do polls on our Instagram all the time mm-hmm. and we ask questions and, you know, try to see kind of where people are at. And I think that the biggest response that we got was from mom saying like, nobody talks about the reality of being a mom and like, yeah, it's amazing, but it's also really lonely and sad sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, what do you guys do on your podcast to kind of like feed into those moms who are feeling sad and lonely? And
0: I mean, I think I think inevitably, there's no cure for that. It, it's part of I think it's part of the journey in motherhood. But obviously, I think for me and Mila, our tribe has been crucial. I mean, I think, the reason we started the podcast was kind of out of sheer loneliness. That's kind of like the f- the foundation of it all. I had no mom friends. Mm. I saw Mila. I was like, please be my friend. Like it was out of desperation In no other case would I have like intentionally sought out a girl at a bar and like drop my baby off yeah. to just go find this bitch, <laughs> corner her, I make you. this play date happen and then say, hey, want to start a business? Yeah, like that's totally not normal. And it really did come from like, oh, my God, like I I can relate to you. Can we talk? Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of times, you know, I know there's a lot of women out there that, you know, either maybe don't have a lot of friends or in cities where maybe they maybe they've moved somewhere where they don't know anyone. They're starting over. It's really crucial that you make that a priority, like having <laughs> like people that you can even just have a conversation with mm-hmm. is really important, like the dependence and all those things, those things come. But I think. Even being able to, to call Mila and have conversations with her before we even started the podcast, like I started to, I was like, oh my God, I feel like I, I need this. I need her. Yeah. So there's that. I think also prioritizing yourself is a big one. Often, moms, we experience extreme mom guilt in every little thing that we do. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to sit here and say that I've found the cure because I don't think there is one. <laughs> mm. But you have to push through it and you have to prioritize yourself so that you can be a good mom. Yeah.
2: You know, I think also like when finding your tribe, I think it's important not to just find other mom friends, but actually find your tribe. Like people, Erica and I, like we bonded over like, she found a couple on Tinder and I was like, oh, she's spicier than I thought she was. Mm -hmm. Like actually, wow, I really like her, you know? And then like, Because sometimes I think as a mom, what becomes isolating is you inherently start to believe that you're supposed to show up a certain way Mm. that's different than how you used to show up in the world and that now you're a mom. So like, I can't go hang out with you. Oh, now you're a mom. You can't be in the club. Yeah, like I can't be in the club. Take bottles to the head. Oh, no, I'm not. Why not? I'm not taking a trip. I'm not going to leave my kid, you know, like. like there's this this mindset that happens like just because we're socially conditioned that way as women. Mm -hmm. And if you're not careful, you'll fuck around and be like some person you were never intended to be because you think you're supposed to show up a certain way. And sometimes you find friends as moms, you join mom groups and they believe the same thing. And Mm -hmm. like you have to find your people, you know, like one thing about our community is that we're like, come as you are, you know. Like, we do make bad choices, and that's human, and that's okay. And we prioritize ourselves, and that's fucking necessary because you'll yeah. be sad if you don't first find yourself and then tend to your garden and to your children. You have to be like walking in your authenticity, and that doesn't always include just being a mother. Right? It has to be more you know, to to you, really. It, it's same as in your relationship, you can't just be a girlfriend, yeah. Or just be a wife. You have to have like. Some independence and identity and I think that's super important too when finding your tribe.
1: Yeah. Well, because as a as a good mom, I mean I feel like hopefully all the moms are good. You know, mm-hmm. some moms you know, there's some trash some, moms. No, for yeah, sure. There's some bad moms making bad choices for sure. But like what is a bad choice?
0: I mean, some people would say smoky weed is a bad choice. Some people would say my daughter knowing that I smoke weed is a bad choice. Some people would say me having, you know, the reason I met Mila was because I shared the story about me dating a married couple. Like, Ooh. all these things could potentially <laughs> be bad. about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can, girl. <laughs> but all those things could potentially be deemed bad choices, right? But they work for me mm. and they make me happy. And my daughter is happy. And that's all that really matters, I think. Yeah. Obviously, yes. I have made bad choices. Like I have, I have admitted the bad choices, and hopefully, I've learned from them. Mm-hmm. And that is kind of, kind of the message of that bad choice. I think it, because it's kind of interchangeable. Yes, there's bad choices, but then there's also bad choices that are really great choices. Mm-hmm.
1: So it may be a bad choice now, but like future, you will appreciate it.
0: Absolutely, it's a story. Bad yeah. choices make great good stories. stories for the plot.
1: <laughs> Call for the plot. What do you say to like? For me, I remember there was a time when my cousin was having a baby. My best friend was having a baby at the same time, but my cousin already has one. So I was talking to her and I was just like, my best friend's having a baby. Like, I, I, can I send her memes? Like after she has the baby, like what can we girl, talk about? Girl, what memes? Because I'm like, you know, if I'm a mom, I'm just trying to like put myself in a mom's shoes. Okay, so
0: this is the problem right here. This is it this right is, here. This is the problem. Right. Is that people think moms are become these like delicate creatures exactly. after like we actually, Give birth. We, we have, we yeah, we gave birth and actually like, it's actually, we become so much stronger. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I appreciate you asking this question because I think oftentimes people who don't have children and maybe their friends start to have kids, they don't know how to show up for them. Yeah, exactly. Um, they don't know like if they, cause I know for me, I lost a lot of friends when I got pregnant. Cause I was the first of my friends. Mm-hmm. I was what maybe 26 and 27, 26. And like, they stopped inviting me out. Mm-hmm. Like they were like, oh, she doesn't want to come. And then I was like, mm-hmm. are they embarrassed of me? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, I swear I don't look pregnant yet. Like they just, suddenly they just count you out. It's Mm -hmm. this thing that it's like this weird shift that like, happens to the friends without kids it's like they suddenly start counting you out of things assuming that you won't go and you know what sometimes it, we won't yeah sometimes we're fucking tired but we need the invitation yeah we need yeah. it like keep inviting us right we will say yes sometimes and that was my thing
1: i was like i don't want to be weird and actually like, we do need those memes we need to laugh right that's what <laughs> you we was need saying. to feel like send, just like send the fucking memes send the invitations like don't just stop doing that because like and that's my bitch. At the end of the day, like I want her to know that, like you're my bitch. Yeah, and I love you. Uh-huh. And like I want to make sure I'm gonna check on the baby. And like if I'm having a sad moment, I'm like send pictures of the baby. Now mm-hmm. I need it for my serotonin. And
0: also go pick up that baby.
1: And I'll, exactly, yeah, right. take it to exactly. the park. And she fun. might
0: she probably say no, so you can't really ask. You gotta right. just like
2: roll up. Just show like
0: up. hey, I'm by the air. I'm in the area. Yeah. I'm gonna pick up. Yeah, just like you do. Go get Give your nails done. Yeah, because I think a lot of times it's the guilt that won't let us say yes. we like, right. don't really want to pick our baby right, up. Right. Like,
2: yeah. oh, they're just doing that. Like, I'll seem ungrateful if I want to have a moment to mm-hmm. myself. Like, am I a good mom if I want to get rid of this fucking baby yeah. for two hours? <laughs> of course you fucking <laughs> <Exactly>. are. <laughs> you know, yeah, like exactly. also for the new moms and for the moms who are like putting that on themselves, like actually the healthy thing to do is as soon as you can, Go do some shit for your yeah. fucking self. Like yes. if you're in the position that you can go on a trip, like I, we went on a trip without our kids for two weeks. And I was like, every mom should do this once a year. Like mm-hmm. it should be required, like a momcation, but like no kids allowed. It was like, you need to have that. And especially after you give birth, like obviously the first six months, you know, it gets tough when you're breastfeeding and shit, but you've just carried a baby. You've just yeah. created a human and it's super important for you to figure out, get back to yourself and get comfortable in that because it is an adjustment. But like so often that mom guilt Mm -hmm. won't allow moms to do it because they think everyone's going to think they're a bad mom. They're going to think like, damn, am I a bad mom? I do want to get the fuck
1: away from my kid. Yes,
2: you should. And it's healthy. You're still a human being.
1: Yeah. But that's why like even, you know, I have a lot of mom friends who they vent to me and I'm like, I can't relate, but you know, I'll be trying. But when you know, they come out to dinner, like they actually do go out and then everyone's like, where's the baby? And you're like, bitch, I've been with the baby all day. Like, can I have three hours to just have dinner with y'all without you asking me about? <laughs> oh, that, I think that, that
0: yeah, that just happened. People don't even realize they're asking. It. Yeah. It's like with her dad. Yeah. that <laughs> With the other creator of her? that and yeah. then the person will be like
1: oh how that's so sweet, sweet. Okay, that, he's watching her. Uh, oh is, he's, is, is so it he's so sweet when i'm watching her
0: <laughs> no, no. it's fucking perfectly normal
1: exactly nobody you're still cares. Not inviting me <laughs> <laughs> nobody cares when yeah. it's the mom but when it's the dad it's like he's the hero
0: oh yeah yeah i know i know for it's... babysitting quote unquote babysitting, babysitting his
1: child crazy why is it like that
2: because we've created this
0: fucked up Because we live system. in a patriarchy.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a patriarchy. The patriarchy. Everything's a patriarchy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anytime there's <laughs> so a problem, trash. it's a patriarchy.
2: It's, a
1: patriarchy. <laughs> it's so trash. Okay, you guys have heard me talk about this before, but have you ever been on a date and it's going really well and then all of a sudden they drop a huge deal breaker like they don't vote or don't want kids? In those moments, I always think, wow, I wish I knew that. I wouldn't have put on pants. Really, I wouldn't have came, but Anyway. Well, thanks to the dating app, OKCupid, daters may never be in that situation again. OKCupid finds people you're most compatible with. OKCupid is the only app where your opinions matter because you matter. Here's how it works. The OKCupid app learns what's important to you by asking you questions like, how long do you want your next relationship to last? Do you like scary movies? Do you enjoy discussing politics? Plus, so much more. Then the app's one-of-a-kind algorithm pairs you with people that care about what you care about. Like puppies and reproductive rights. In fact, did you know that OKCupid is the only dating app in the world that lets you filter out singles that don't care about the issues you care about? From climate change to being pro-choice to LGBTQ rights. That means no more wasted money, no more wasted time, and no more surprises. It's time to find your person. And it really works. OKCupid is mentioned more times in the New York Times wedding section than any other dating app. Download the dating app, OKCupid, in the App Store today. P.S. It's free, so you really have no excuse. All right, guys, let's get back to the show. We had asked our listeners, you know, or people who want to be parents one day, who are current parents or want to be parents one day, what are some relationship topics that you would want to hear us discuss concerning you? Nothing is off limits. And boy, Look at, it. first of all, you guys can't see it if you're listening, but. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh,
2: that came pouring <laughs> in. Came Wait, pouring concerning us specifically? Yes. Oh, us?
1: Yes. Oh. For this topic. <laughs> oh, for this okay. topic. Okay, okay, But you guys are the best people to answer because oh, I know parents. you'll be real. Okay, got it, okay. I know you'll be real. Okay, so someone asked, at what point is it appropriate to switch all the attention from the littles to a new relationship? So both of you are <laughs> single and, like, you know, you have kids. At what point did you feel comfortable like after dating? having them?
2: The question is worded so extreme. I know, like you're yeah. switching Take all it off. of your attention now. Pour it into somebody else. Fuck not your those- kids. <laughs> Fuck those kids. Find a nigga.
0: Like what? <Period. laughs> no, I. Think, I think that that is really. I mean, I think that's a personal choice. I think, I mean, whenever you're ready. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think there's a, a certain amount of time. I mean, if you've been, if you were single during pregnancy and gave birth and you know i don't know you feeling ready three you're months ready. in you ready to go on a hinge date yeah. go on that date i mean why not
1: at what point do you tell the person that you're dating that's like brand new that you have kids immediately I would, yeah, I would say immediately, immediately. immediately. Yeah.
2: it's kind of hard to not mention you're a whole ass human parent yeah. like how do you avoid that okay. i mean
0: unless you're not trying to have a, anything unless you're just having fun mm-hmm. maybe it's not that important you know if that person's not going to be like a real player in your life, because, mm-hmm. you know, also when you first start dating, like I'm an advocate of casual sex. Like, mm-hmm. I think you should just go do the thing. Get it out. Go, go, get feel yourself, feel a little yourself bit. out, explore. And not everyone needs to stay and they don't to need to know your business. Yeah. But I would say if you're really actually dating with intention and you're trying to like, you know, see what's out there. I mean, put that shit on your profile.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Or lead with that. I always like to slide in. Oh, what are you doing today? Oh, I just dropped my daughter off at school and then I'm going to head to the gym. Yep. Got a kid. Yep surprise bitch yeah
1: because you're either gonna get with it or get lost. and yeah right can't hide yeah yeah (laughs) for so long (laughs) no i agree and like would you want to date like if i went on a date with a man and like 10 dates in now i'm finding out you got three kids i'm gonna be like what
0: like how did you not mention that i mean i used to feel when i first started dating i i I mean honestly i did feel insecure about having a kid i think it's i think it's a natural feeling Mm -hmm. um and i didn't always lead with that but I worked through that, but because I think it really is important, and you should feel empowered that you're a parent. Like you fucking brought life into this world. You are a, you're a born nurturer. That is so valuable. That's yeah. what men say they want, right? A mm-hmm. man nurturer and all those things. Well, here I am. Right. Mm. I agree. Keeping humans alive every day.
1: God, no, it's true. There's so many different ones. How do you find the balance between protecting your kids and over sheltering them? I'm
2: an advocate for creating independent children so I try not to over shelter my child I mean mm-hmm. obviously like age appropriate things yeah. you know but I do like like Erica said we're honest you know we talk of like this is mommy's flower I smell cannabis we go outside like mommy's
1: flower yeah.
2: <laughs> so oh. it, we, we're honest parents I'm yeah. not going to be like oh go in the house that. they didn't know like how our parents did us you yeah. know when you knew you
1: smelled it you're like
2: fucking mm-hmm. insulting my intelligence or
1: daddy's juice my dad called his beer daddy's juice and then okay well that's confusing because my...
0: then my kitty is going to drink daddy's juice that's
1: exactly what happened uh-huh exactly <laughs> and my sister was like it's daddy's juice it's daddy's juice we're like no it's beer bitch you're supposed be drinking it you're five years old like you have i feel like that's I, honesty is the best policy i also don't see myself when i become a parent one day like not cursing in front of my kids it's just something that i do naturally I curse,
2: I mean, I talk to my kid like I'm talking to you, like, girl, don't don't fucking play with me. Yeah, Your, act, your acting skills are low today. Like, I'm not, <laughs> stop, <laughs> I'm not playing with you. Like, I'm not yeah. like, oh, da, da. I don't, I've never done that. I, I, it's not in me. And sometimes I've softened because of motherhood, but definitely like, we're talking
1: regular around here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that's helpful too, with like creating that kind of friendship bond with your kids, like my mom and I are best friends. And I think one of the best things that she ever did for me growing up was she never told me to never do something. She was never like, don't ever do that. Never do this. She would always be like, this is what I would do if I was in the situation, but like, do you? Mm-hmm. And that helped me so much because I feel like when you're constantly telling your kids like, don't, you better you better not. In some situations, like, yes. Like, you, well, it creates you a lot not, of, right?
0: it creates a confusion it creates self doubt. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I, that's dope that your mom did that.
1: Yeah, she was never, she just, she was cool. I can't even lie. I, n- mm. I never lied about, like, where I went. Well, you know, unless I was, like, fucking. But <laughs> other than that, like, I never, like, would say, like, oh, I'm going to hang out with my friends when I was really going to a party because we had that kind of level of trust where
2: I'm going to a party. Right, right, right.
1: And she would be like, if you're drunk, I don't care if it's 3 a.m., call me and right. I'll come pick you up. And she did. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get my ass whooped the next day. Right. Speaking of ass whooping, some <laughs> people had asked about gentle parenting versus you know I guess traditional I don't I don't know for me getting an ass whooping is traditional (laughs) a lot of people don't agree with it where do you guys stand on that
2: I have spanked my child. I try not to, honestly. I have a, we have a friend, Jessica Rose, shout out to her that she's really a huge advocate about not spanking your kid. And like, since, you know, she's my friend and like listening to her, sometimes it does plant seeds. Like, first of all, mm. they don't care, girl. They don't care. Yeah, They don't give a
1: shit. They don't, they start laughing. And lo- low kids key, whenever yeah.
2: I have like spanked
0: my child, it's been a long time. I hurt myself. My Aww. hand hurts, and I'm like, "This hurts." Yeah. I'm now. I'm mad at you, and I'm mad now that I, I hurt you and me. Yeah,
1: yeah. Doesn't <laughs> so, feel good. And I'm
0: like, I'm not about to chase you with the belt because that's crazy. <laughs> so <laughs> I've definitely been chasing belts. So have I, but like, I just I, I'm a th- I'm a queen of threatening
2: it. Like, I'm gonna get the wooden spoon. Mm. Oh, but girl, I I, yeah, I have, I, have, I have. I'm a Scorpio. I have better ways. Me too. Of... Uh, hey girl. <laughs> what are you? I'm a Cancer.
1: <gasps> the water signs at the table, and Danny's a water sign. Hey girl, hey. We got the water signs. Yeah, I got- Christiana's a Libra, but you know, we still love her. <laughs> Libra.
2: I'm a Libra. Wait. I'm a Libra moon I am a Libra too. Moon. I'm a
0: Libra moon too.
1: Libra moon. Rising Virgo.
0: I am a Sagittarius
1: moon and rising Scorpio. Double Scorpio. <gasps> Ooh.
0: Oof. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. I have better ways to reprimand you than with my mm, hands. Mm-hmm. Don't fuck with me. Cause the words will cut deep. I don't even gotta say shit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I honest. do it with, with my mind. Yeah, the look, the look alone. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know how I. F- I feel like it's case by case, but I got spanked and I was fine. But you know, I feel you. It's also hard to like teach your kids. I feel like. You know saying like don't put your hands on anyone and then putting your hands, then hands on them hands and on yeah them. that's the thing
2: it's like how can
1: i like i can't resolve shit with violence and then yeah. tell you not
2: to be violent like yeah. it's very hypocritical so yeah it's, i think it, there's like spankings are maybe starting to be a thing of the past but then there's some just some badass kids that need to be fucking spanked too
0: my daughter hit me once and i hit her back <gasps> and she was shook she <gasps> was like and i was like don't hit somebody unless you're ready to get hit back that's she was, true she never did again i was like that's right
1: that's a good lesson yeah because so. you will
0: get hit. You hit yeah. Just, you know. I don't like, even the other day, my daughter's been in this space, va- or she's been in this space va- a long time because she's super competitive. And she always wants me to like, let her win. Like, can you just let me win this time? And I'm that parent that says, no, I'm not yeah. going to. Every now and then I will. I won't let her know I did. But I tell her, I'm like, girl, the world is not going to let you win. Right.
1: Like, I'm not, I'm going to keep it real with you. That's like, true. <laughs> and that's not a lie. So <laughs> I believe in that. Someone said, is there ever any regret about having kids? Have you ever? experience that maybe with any of your friends or anyone that's had kids it's like ugh.
0: I have never regretted having my child I have felt I felt like regret in the person I've had the child with mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in ways at times I think I've felt resentful
1: mm-hmm.
0: at times for sure that like why am I have to take on this responsibility all the time or and I guess there's been times you're like damn like I didn't have to I didn't have a kid. I could just go to Africa. This week. <laughs> I could have went to Africa this week, y'all. But shit. <laughs> but never. No. Like God. Like she's so much of the reason of like, of of my of my happiness and but also my purpose. And mm-hmm. she's my teacher. And not to get all mommy and mushy and shit. But she is. And so I don't. I would say regret is a really strong word. No, yeah. I wouldn't say.
1: Yeah. I think that there's like this misconception that after you have kids, though, that like everything becomes better. Like kids just make your life feel so much better. And and maybe in the long term, yes. But some people, I feel like after they have kids, they they don't feel that like some people don't feel that connection immediately. People are really not honest
2: about the fact that, okay, obviously, I, I would I never regret having a child. And like, it's the most of it's the birth alone is the most incredible experience mm-hmm. of my life however like you actually have to get to know this person yeah. you have to become attached to it like and no one talks about that and like it's 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 a process mm-hmm. and you begin to love a person more the more you hang out with them and spend time with them and care for them that is true and like people don't and that's why a lot of women like Experience postpartum and don't yeah. discuss it because you feel like you're supposed to immediately take on this mother nature ass persona and it doesn't work that way. You're yeah. literally like, What the fuck? <laughs> Who the fuck <laughs> are you? I'm like, Who Are you? What the fuck? There have been times I was cleaning my house and then I was like, oh, Check on that baby. Oh, like you forget. There is a process of getting to learn and to love and it gets more and more and deeper and deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you don't have a baby in life. Gets- easier no, yeah no no right
1: and some people think that having a baby will change you know their shitty relationship Oh, yeah, yeah, that's girl. the worst thing you could do.
0: oh girl it won't I promise It'll you, you feel I feel even to shittier God, you are not the exception to the rule that you brought yeah. a human
1: into this bullshit like damn
2: I didn't right she didn't now for this.
0: you gotta do it. now you're even more resentful of the person because they're doing exactly what they did to you to her to him mm, so and now you're part. even pissed because the mama
1: bear yeah no, it's true. I remember, you know, so my biological father left when I was five. So I have not don't know him, don't care to know him. But my mom has apologized to me like now in my adult life about she's just like, I wish that I would have found you a better father figure. I'm like, girl, I'm grown. Right. <laughs> right. We're OK now. But like I can understand that kind of regret and guilt and feeling like I think anyone who's bringing a child into this world if you're a decent human being wants the best for that child no matter what and like you you hope to give your child the best but you're still a fucking human being so like what are you supposed to do yeah everybody makes choices they do good and bad mm-hmm. yeah and you got to
2: prepare your child for the reality of the mm-hmm. world you know and you love them and nurture them but ultimately yeah you got to let them know be real
1: because real shit will happen that part inevitably it. All right, besties, you know, we're in the dead of winter right now, and I feel like the winter weather has such a huge effect on my skin, my hair. Everything just feels dry. Everything feels dry and dehydrated. And I'm always looking for products that are going to quench that thirst immediately because, you know, your girl can't be out here looking ashy. I am such a huge fan of Whey hair care products, but now they have body products as luxurious as their famed detox shampoo. If your skin has been feeling dehydrated lately, Way has you covered with their new body cream and body cleanser. The consistency is super rich and the product just absorbs into your skin so nicely, makes you feel hydrated, smooth, and soft. So like I was saying, as much as I love the hair care products, because like, especially like the hair oil from Way, I use that all the time because it doesn't make my hair feel greasy and like weighed down. It just feels really, really hydrated and Makes my hair feel amazing. I love the same feeling that I get with their body products because it's literally the same thing, but with that amazing scent that Whey is known for. Quench your thirsty skin and leave it feeling satin smooth with Whey's Melrose Place Body Cream. It's fast absorbing, hydrating, and prevents dryness. And it has high quality nourishing ingredients like squalene, coconut oil, and it just feels beautiful. Then you can also go in with the body cleanser, which is really, really nice, and it balances your skin without stripping it or leaving unwanted residue. Experience the new way, Melrose Place Body Cream and Body Cleanser. Your body, your way. Go to theouai. dot com and use code Cammy to get fifteen percent off of your entire purchase. That's fifteen percent off your order at theouai. dot com using code. K-A-M-I-E. Okay, so someone wrote in, they want to be anonymous, and they said, I have a really hard time with my almost 13-year-old daughter. I had her when I was 20 and her older brother when I was 18. Their father passed away when my daughter was 10 months old. My son had just turned two years old. After this happened, without realizing, I disconnected myself emotionally from everything and everyone. It's taken me years to realize the effect of his death and that it had on my relationship with my children. I was too scared to discipline because I felt bad. I didn't want them to hate their only parent. Of course, now I know better, but it's a little too late. Fast forward to today, my daughter intimidates me. She runs the show and I can't ask her to do a simple chore without her talking back or saying something hurtful. For example, why don't you do it? We aren't your servants, etc." I've tried countless times to talk to her and explain that she is hurtful and disrespectful. I take items away, such as the phone, TV, etc., and it does not faze her. She just pretends to be unbothered by any sort of punishment. During vulnerable moments, she has shared that she feels terrible, that she makes me cry, and that our relationship is the way it is. But she says she doesn't know how to change. I've always kept my cool and I hardly yell. I'm very patient with dealing with my children because I know they've been through a lot and they have a lot of feelings inside of them. However, I'm ready for our relationship to improve. I'm ready to be able to have a conversation with my daughter without feeling like either one of us has to be on the defense. Therapy.
2: Therapy. (laughs) They have to go to therapy. That's all I, I got for uh, you, sis. Therapy. Agree. Therapy. Yeah. I think she therapy. needs to go alone, you need to go alone, you guys need to go together. Yeah. Therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You need to moderate. And you know, you need to moderate the anger because there's it's, she's angry and sad about something. Mm-hmm. And it's maybe unresolved stuff, that. but it's not you and she can't keep dogging you and treating you that way and that's, that doesn't an excuse that behavior and she might need to
1: work it out with the therapist. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, we had some people write in who were saying that like, the idea of mom's going to therapy it's almost like you failed as a mom if you're going to therapy i feel like there's nothing more empowering and strong about no. anyone in therapy it's like let let let's figure this out
0: come on let's take control of our relationship Yeah. Like, you have to flip that narrative because i will beat that little girl's ass period <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding let me
1: bring it back <laughs> like, <laughs> don't spank but spank i'm her. sorry i don't mean this i'm not talking about your daughter specifically
0: okay sis so, so i'm just saying like if my daughter said oh, we're not your slaves
1: bitch Yeah. Like,
2: uh, well, I'm like, not a yours. Bitch get
0: might out! Slip sh- I've almost said bitch to my daughter before. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I'm, when
2: I'm, right. kids
0: be tr- be going for it and they really be they're trying so you, mean. where they're like in a way that if an adult did, there's no way you wouldn't call her a bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have to really get that part together. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Even at 13, like I think about what where I was at 13. My mom and I have always had like a really close relationship, but like thirteen year olds are fucked. They are mean. I think about myself. I was a bitch. Yeah. I was straight up bitch.
0: Okay. Yeah. Me and my mom did not get along. I was I was going through like a lot of emotions about my father not being around mm. and just different things. I didn't I didn't even know what was I was angry about. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even like put a finger on it. I yes. just knew. I was angry. I was annoyed. I don't want to hear about it. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Leave me the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you go through this. And I, I think also it is hormonal too. Like yeah. You're
1: literally. just an angry little bitch. You're yeah, going And you want to fuck, but like you don't, you don't know it. So you barely know how to insert a tampon. <laughs> like,
0: your mom hasn't told you about tampons. Yeah. And she knows you're bleeding. Yes. It's just like, you're. it's it's annoying. And it's, it's, it's a confusing really difficult time yeah. so I'm sorry that is not I don't I'm not looking forward to 13 and I don't have any advice for you because I don't have a 13 year old but I do know that at 13 though myself being maybe like your daughter who needed her ass beat, mm. I started to go to therapy at school actually oh um, they
1: offer that at school so
0: it's so random like they go around all the. they went <laughs> I went to this private school in Sherman Oaks <laughs> and they would go to the class and they'd be like like any any of the kids here like they would specifically target the kids that they knew that didn't have like or weren't in two parent households. Oh. And like ask if we needed to talk. But I Like yeah. Actually I do. And I did want to talk. So I was like I do need to talk. And then also I found out you can get out of class uh, like once a week or something and I was like this sounds like mm-hmm. <laughs> sign me up. Yeah. But actually it was really i'm so grateful that i had that and i don't want to say like it totally transformed my relationship with my mom because it didn't but it gave me an outlet at least mm-hmm. to like start being able to talk about my feelings at least with somebody yeah
1: i lo- i feel like every school should do that but then it's like is it a conflict of interest because like what if it's like your gym teacher no, this no there's is, like no, an appointed person. appointed person an, yeah, an this actual was, therapist this was,
0: like a therapist that's on yeah
1: i love that mm-hmm.
0: i feel like more people should do
1: that I just started therapy a year ago and it transformed my life. Mm-hmm. And I used to tell my therapist in the beginning, like I should have been doing this a long time ago. And she's like, let's not talk about the you're past. You're here now. You're here yeah. now. Yeah. You're doing what you're supposed to do. But I totally agree. You need to go to therapy with your daughter and your son. Like just bring the whole family. Yeah. Bring the whole family. But everybody needs their own. Yeah. Because I don't think, I feel like it's a conflict when one therapist is like. For everybody. For everybody. They know the whole. Because like then you're listening to your daughter Talk and the therapist is listening to your daughter talk, and she's like, mm, "That's not what your mom said." Right? I
0: don't know if that. Yeah, <laughs> I, like I, would, no. I would hope a therapist wouldn't take on a whole family like that yeah. individually.
1: I've seen it. I've I was going to say, I'm sure they do. They Especially want... the religious ones. Oh yeah, mm. they want the,
2: they want the whole check. Yeah, exactly.
1: Okay, so the next person said, "Hi, Cammy. I love you and everything you emulate." Oh, thanks, <laughs> I'm obsessed with relationship. I literally wait by my phone for new episodes to drop. We love that. I need some advice on what to do here. I'm a single mom of two girls. I've had trouble with relationships in the past, but I've taken some time to heal, grow, drop some weight, get a couple of degrees, period. And really just level up my life. I feel like I'm in a position now to start dating towards something serious. I did meet this one guy. He also has a young daughter and he's such a good dad. We've been seeing each other for a while now. He met my girls, I met his daughter. We spent time together, go on amazing dates and have amazing sex. Mm. The only problem is- Oh God, what? (sighs) You know, there's always a problem. There's always a problem. (laughs) I'm scared. I don't want to And the Lord said,
2: give them a problem.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. He keeps dropping comments about being excited to move out of state in a year to live the single dad life. Wait, what? (laughs) What? Wait, hold on. (laughs) Hold on. What? Wait. (laughs) The fuck? So he wants to be friends? (laughs) He tells me not to get too attached and then takes me on dates. I feel like I'm getting mixed signals. Should I just stop before I get hurt? Get out. I
2: mean, I don't... uh... I, I I wonder is, I mean, if he's saying, I don't want to get attached, but we can hang out. is Can you not handle that type of relationship? It sounds like he's telling you that he's about to move in one year and live the single dad life. That, that sounds like she that's not what she wants. Yeah. So maybe you should, if it's hard for you to differentiate, he's telling you what he wants and you should probably stop seeing him if you're developing feelings. And he's obviously super cash. Mm. I agree. I think. Uh, look, I get it.
0: When you meet a guy that was like great with your kid, and they maybe they have kids, and you're it's 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 a mind fuck. It's like mm-hmm. dickmatizing too, and the sex is good, girl. Yeah, it's, it's for sure mm-hmm. dickmatizing. Run. <laughs> Just get let the, it, hurry, hurry up, right now. Pack up, get it out because that sounds like a trap. Because yeah. good dick mixed with daddy skills. Mm-mm.
2: Yeah, and you're gonna try and get is married. That the, and, is
1: that like the the racket I think good, good dick, dick plus daddy access?
2: skills it's it's a run. I mean, that's a nice yeah that's a nice combo
1: <laughs> I'd chase him <laughs> damn, <laughs> damn. <laughs> and he has a kid so like now you're thinking about your family. family right Like yeah you to be like
0: Swiss and Alicia in mm. five seconds like mm. girl unless you're about to move too
2: right oh, but, but he, he didn't, didn't invite he, you didn't, yeah he didn't, he invite. didn't sound like <laughs> he said single daddy and, <laughs> and I, w- I wouldn't be preying on him inviting you no and the kids because he may not and don't think that you are going to change his mind that is what we always do. We always he's gonna fall
0: that. in love and we he's always gonna, yeah. if I just keep being this perfect partner and show him like the top notch wife skills I have, he's gonna change his mind, girl. Mm, he, if, he
2: may he may not, and you have to live with that and live with the fact that he told you from John.
0: He hasn't changed yeah. his mind. He literally just said this. So and y'all been seeing each other for a while, girl. Ooh. So, so either <laughs> so either disconnect, which I don't think is possible. I don't know you, but I just know women and myself and just how our pussies are set up. Mm-hmm. Or you know totally disconnect yeah you know completely disconnect but like stop having sex or disconnect meaning like disconnect like and just be casual with him mm-hmm. or actually disconnect I feel yeah. like I would just have to cut it off yeah time. that's Cause, rough that's hard because you do yeah. you get this like fairy tale in your head and you you start daydreaming <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. it's not real yeah we love to project the future that we see
0: mm-hmm. but, oh we are love Miss Cleo okay
1: but they he's not seeing it and if he, he you're right he's explicitly telling you it's he's he's not that invested.
0: I don't care. And he's just to telling you and he's probably reminding his you. A, no, but his probably his actions are saying something else. Obviously, mm-hmm. he's so it's very confusing. Mm-hmm. But believe what he's
1: saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. OK, this is the last one. I'm a step parent and I find it strange that my husband and his baby mama have such different stories about their breakup. <laughs> Sometimes I'm afraid that back when I met him, there was more between them than he let on. It's been almost seven years since we met, and obviously we're married now, so it almost feels crazy bringing it up. I'm also not sure if it even matters now. Both of them have moved on and gotten married, but we have to be in each other's lives because of the child, and it's kind of a weird vibe between her and I. How well, do first, we feel? first of all, girl, if that's what you've
2: reckoned, it's probably true. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you're telling you shit is not adding up somebody's lying yeah. and you have to decide how important it is to you now at this point that there was a lie do you dig like dig in that scratch and open that wound back up or because you need to know or are you going to not get a divorce either what is or- knowing to do is it gonna? Are you gonna leave him? Are you going to
0: rectify the relationship with the other baby mama? Like, what does it actually do? It gives you peace of mind? Mm-hmm. Probably
2: not. Maybe she's treating her, maybe the baby mama is treating her mean because the timeline is, is mm-hmm. fucked. And so there's some rift. I mean, if. Uh, it depends if you want to be like an adult about it and like just want to sort this shit out so everybody's on the same page and hopefully you can grow from it if you think everyone's mature enough for that like would that make you feel better just in your spirit knowing like we're all we all know what's the fuck is going on yeah but other than that like girl <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's your man now all right like, yeah you won the step-parent dynamic is always tricky especially if the other person is not like in a committed relationship or still in love with the person that you know they have the kid with Mm. Mm -hmm.
0: i'm glad i haven't i haven't really had to experience that yet Mm. i mean i've had to experience other women but just not like a real
1: relationship would you let your daughters hang out with their dad's new girlfriend I don't really I don't feel think, like that's, I, I don't think I have a choice. Yeah, I don't, like,
2: I don't think that's not a real question. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, you have a baby with someone, and when you drop them off, you have to trust that they're doing their best. You know, like I don't think it's realistic unless we just broke up and shit. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think it's realistic. Like, don't ever invite no girls over to the house. Yeah. Like, I'm not stressing myself out like that. Like, I did do that. I'm, I was that girl. I told him that
0: <laughs> I. <laughs> I need to know who you're introducing my child to before mm-hmm. it happens. And, and and a lot of it was because I didn't really trust his decisions in general mm. with, with men or women. And so, but did that happen? Did he respect those wishes? No, did I respect his wishes? Yes, mm-hmm. but then I was like, well, honestly, I don't really want to meet this bitch anyway. Yeah, like, yeah. so I don't know. I think like if you have a really great co-parenting situation where you guys can communicate in that way and you guys can build that like line of communication and trust, amazing but I think it's unrealistic
1: Mm -hmm. I do think it's
0: unrealistic and it's yeah I mean unless there's like your 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 child's father is causing extreme harm to this child by having people around like there's Mm -hmm. really no there's no way to really know what's happening once you drop your kid off especially when they're young now my daughter's you know she's six and she can tell me like oh yeah daddy's producer friend babysat me (laughs) (laughs) huh what What?
1: and where was daddy what's his name (laughs) (laughs)
0: Little what? (laughs) Yes. yes. You know, but prior to that, like, I could, you know, I had no way of knowing what was going on. So I just,
1: you made the choice to have a baby with this person. Mm -hmm. You got to trust him. You have to fucking live with it, Mm
2: -hmm. unfortunately.
1: And I think that at the end of the day, like, I would want to know that whoever my baby daddy brought into their life loves and cares about my child absolutely
0: uh, like I would be I would open up a line of communication with that person mm-hmm. you know to talk to them
1: mm-hmm. but
0: the, the idea that he's gonna take the initiative to say hey I'm you know I'm really dating someone special they in my do. life They never do. I really would like you to meet her like that <laughs> never happens It ha- it's happened a few times but
1: rarely yeah I feel like if he was that decent you would still be together <laughs> <Girl>. <laughs> maybe <laughs> cause they're not like that Uh, Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. Thank you for sharing your wisdom because the mamas, the mamas and the papas. I feel like everybody can get something out of this. So thank you.
2: Thank you for having us.
1: Of course. Can you tell everyone where to find you guys?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, just so you know, you guys, we're good moms, bad choices. And yes, we are moms, but we have a lot of people over here in our tribe that are not moms. We talk about so much love, sex, dating, mental health. All the things. And you can find us uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts. So Good Moms Bad Choices on Instagram. It's Moms underscore bad choices. Check out our Patreon. We have a lot of bonus secret episodes. Just so you know, our shit is pretty raw and uncensored. So wear headphones. Don't listen to our (laughs) podcast in the car with your kids. And enjoy the ride. Yes.
1: (laughs) I love that. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you. you